Trevor, it's it's, it's dawned on me after really thinking about it that Retro Bliss really needs an an opening theme. Well, we always use the music from the game we cover. I know, and that's that's been great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but just hear me out. Okay, we need a rock and roll theme. Now I know we can't play any instruments. Well, yeah, we have no musical talent. We don't even have the instruments. No, that's true. Yeah, but just hear me out. I'm thinking acapella. Acapella? Yeah. Okay. Acapella rock band. And you can obviously be the singer because of your great voice. I do have a buttery, smooth voice. It is. Okay. So what do you think? All right, let's do it. All right. Uh, I'm assuming you can just make up whatever great lyrics. Just about how great the podcast is. Yeah. Uh, like talk my, about how awesome the two hosts are. It's yeah, like my you. true feelings about us. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, just be honest. I mean, okay. you know, about all the great things. All right, ready? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> the drums got to hit first. And then the bass. And then you get the. Retro list. It's kind of bad. Uh, makes me think I'm going to be sad forever. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh-uh. Retro list has two great hosts. They kind of yeah. look like fish. Fish? I don't know. It's all I can think of. But we don't even look. We don't even look like fish. What? At the most, I look like John Candy. I was kind of hungry. I had fish on my brain. I'm uh, sorry. Let's try. Okay, try, right, again. try again. <laughs> what if I give you a different beat? Okay. You, okay. Something more cheery. I was just thinking. Okay. okay. Sad all right. thing. I was thinking just rock and roll. I'm going just a little more cheery. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> Gotta hit the drums. And then the bass is going to hit. Here comes. You ready for the okay. guitar? Retro Blist. You've heard better before. But, hey, it's something to do when you're bored. All right, guitar solo. We're probably not going to have any fans. What? After this. We should I, probably just start the show. I think you're right. You know what we should do? My true feelings come out with music. I can't help it. I, I get that. Well, we can cut out the whole section like we always do. Yeah, we never yeah. include everything we do in these yeah, anyway. Yeah. All right. So I guess we should go ahead and start it. Start what? Retro Blist! Everybody, welcome to yet another fun field, fun fact, fun fact, fun fact based. This proud, after that opening, you really need, <laughs> you really needed to nail this part after that opening yeah. to, to keep people listening. No, nah, I'm so. everybody's on board. If you've made it through there, there's no way you're getting off the train already. That's true. You know what I mean? You've already made it past the the, the crazy train, the crazy train. Yeah, <laughs> all aboard all the right. crazy train. So uh, let's get all the fun stuff out of the way, like I always say. Uh-huh. You do say that. Uh, yeah. Uh, follow me on Instagram at johnnyism28. Uh, and also believe it's the same thing on the Twitter. But, Trevor, where can they follow this very podcast, Retro Blist? Well, you can definitely follow us at Instagram. Just look up Retro Blist. Post some cool stuff every day. 
get some cool comments from our cool listeners. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, cool, man. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. And be sure to check out the the network we're on, the Back Issues Comic Book Podcast Network. You can check out the Back Issues, Back Issues Comic Book Podcast. Yep. You can check out podcasts about how to speak English. It's uh, not a mouthful at all. We've not listened to those. Easily rolls off the tongue. Right. Very, very amazingly. Now, here at Retro Bliss, which of course is your, now you hear me, hear me. This is me talking to you, the audience. Now listen closely. Write this down. I'm going to wait a couple seconds until you get a piece of paper and a pencil to write this down. Ready? Trevor, hum us some waiting music. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, wait, that's copyrighted. Yeah, don't. That's close. Bum, 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 nah, that's good enough. They should have it by now. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. Now, we are your number one weekly retro video gaming podcast with two hosts that's recorded in the area that we recorded in. Right. We made this very clear. Yes. In this particular room, on this particular street. Right. The number one weekly retro video game podcast. And I dare you, I dare you to tell us that we're wrong on this. Bring it. Bring it. You're wrong. Who said that? Shut Who up, said guy. that? Yeah. Listen, man. Yeah. Hey, uh. They're great. That's the guy I like. Did yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Man, you guys are the best. You guys are awesome. Oh, thank you, sir. We had to let, we had to keep some people from coming yeah. in. Yeah. We have we, the door locked. We have yeah. fans outside. We do this, we do yeah. this show live. Yeah. So, now, Trevor, today, you know, we've we've covered, you know, wrestling games. We've covered uh-huh. fighting games. We've covered... We're violent. Uh, yeah, we are. We've covered uh, uh, platformers. Yeah. But there's one genre or genre, or genre that we have barely touched at all. Right. That, of course, is rock and roll. <laughs> rock and roll, right. Yeah. Where did you think I was going with right. that? Right. <laughs> and also, also racing. Racing, yeah, 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 yeah. But think, what if... Now, just hear me out. What if we put the two together? That would be ridiculous. I know, but somebody did it. Somebody did it? Yeah, tell us what today's game is. Today's game, ladies and gentlemen, is rock and roll racing (laughs) for the Super Nintendo. It also came out on the Sega Genesis. And we're actually playing the Super Famicom version because we're super cool like that. Now, tell the kids who may not know what that is what that is. So the Super Famicom is... The, I, wait, wait, because I know I know what it is, but you should tell them. Yeah, I mean, you know, because, yeah. yeah, you're not yeah. slow. Um, but <laughs> it's the Japanese version of the Super Nintendo, of course, which came out before the Super Nintendo. But it's the same. This particular game is basically identical on the Super Nintendo and the Super Famicom. Because, weird thing is, some Japanese games have all English. And this game yeah. basically is all English. Yeah, I was going to say, I only, I only remember one instance of seeing uh, any sort of Japanese right. language on there. Hey, now, uh, go ahead. Uh, 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 well, I was going to give a pro tip right quick. Yeah, do the pro tip. Pro so, tip. be sure to not ignore Super Famicom games if you're a Super Nintendo. If, you, if you're like me and Johnny, you just like to play the games. You know, I'm not trying to get complete inbox copies. I'm just, I buy the games because I like them. A lot of times you can get the Super Famicom version a lot cheaper. This game, guess how much this game is that we're playing, like uh, for the Super Nintendo version. I don't know how just much. Just to pick up a loose copy is like sixty bucks. Now, is that like loose? Yeah, just for a cartridge. Goodness gracious! It's, it's up to about sixty bucks, but I think I paid fifteen to twenty for the Japanese version, and it's basically identical. Um, and uh, you can play it. Yeah, just Google it. You can mod your Super Nintendo ridiculously easy to play Japanese games. So. Now, 
let's let's talk before we actually get into what the game itself is. Uh, I was let's talk about a little bit about our experiences with this game. I know what this game is. I I probably told you about this game. Yeah, this is one of those games that I don't think we actually like. I don't think my brother and I owned it growing up. I think you're probably the first place that I played it. Yeah. Now, what would happen is when I was uh, middle school to probably early high school, uh, there was a video store, uh, and I, nobody knows what those are now. Yeah. Because <laughs> they basically don't exist anymore with no. Netflix and stuff. It's like Redbox, but you actually got it, something in your hands. Yeah, you had to go into a store. Right. To, to get you had to go you outside. Could rent, you could rent movies and video games. Right. And I had a Sega Genesis, and I saw this rock and roll racing, and I looked on the back, and... The screenshots reminded me of a little game that's one of my absolute favorites called RC Pro-Am. Oh, yeah. Which that's going to come back when we talk about the gameplay. Yeah. So our, what actually ended up happening is I must have begged my parents to rent me this game. I bet I rented this at least five times, five different times I'd rent this game. I definitely remember you probably brought it over one of the times you rented it. I probably Or did. maybe more than one. Yeah. Because I definitely played it growing up. But since we're actually playing the Super Nintendo or Super Famicom version today, I'm not sure if we ever played this one growing up. Because the Sega Genesis is what you had, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I never had a Super Nintendo until much, much later. And from what I understand, there are some differences between the two games. Now, I will say, look, this isn't giving anything away. While playing this one, I don't remember there being that many differences. Like, all the stuff we right. played, I remember from the Genesis one. I have a feeling that as a kid, you wouldn't even notice it. I've heard some reviews at the time said that the Genesis one lacked the sound quality and some of the graphical quality wasn't quite up to snuff with the Super Nintendo, but... Yeah, you can argue. It that all same. It all seemed to look the same to me, but they might be right. I don't know. Right, I can't. I can't comment on, comment on that one way or the other. But so let, let's talk about what the game is. I think I pretty much explained it well. As in, I feel it's if you know what RC Pro M is, and if you ever played that, then you're going to be right at home with this game. Right. Yeah. One of my favorite games growing up was actually RC Pro M two. Two, because we could both right. play it. Yeah. If you've not played, well, here's the thing. Just like rock and roll racing, RC Pro M two is like. 80 to 90 dollars. Yeah, I don't understand why they don't. It's insanely expensive. I'm sad that we, I sold that game because we had it. But yeah. yeah, I think there's like a. I was going to say, I know there's not, they haven't ported those, you know, the, the, the like the your Xbox Lives and stuff, forget where they'll port yeah, the, stuff over. You no, know, actually, my brother has, um, what is it called, the Xbox? What's that collection called? The Rare Collection? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I it's think it's in the Rare. rare I think it it's is, on the yeah. Rare Collection. It's the only place you can probably get it now. But I'm weird. I just like having these old cartridges. I don't. And you are weird. You yeah, know. I mean, I'm weird. Never. Yeah, this is stupidly expensive, but yeah. So this game is a lot like RC Pro Am. So, so the view of the game is it's like a top view. Uh, I think it, they call it isometric, like yeah, three yeah. quarter view. Yeah, and it's split screen when there's two players. It's just me and Trevor we're both right. playing. It's, it's split screen. There's four cars on the track. One of them is you. They're all different colors, they're in, and sometimes they're different cars. Well, in this case, vehicles because not all these were cars. Right. The gist of this game is you're like aliens and stuff in outer space. Going racing on different planets. Yeah, and, that's, and, and as you go, if you play the regular mode like we did at first, you upgrade your car. As you go, uh, you can buy new cars, uh, and you can buy weapons and stuff because you can shoot weapons and right. and lay mines and that. So sort yeah, of thing. think of think of a Mario Kart type game. Yeah, that's a good. If yeah. you've not played RC Pro Am, because it's very similar to RC Pro Am, but it's Mario Kart type gameplay. The weapons are almost as important as the racing. Yeah, I think the hardest thing to get used to on that sort of racing game is how the turning works. Right. Because it's, uh, yeah, like it's the isometric view. So you're not quite looking top down, but you're also not, um, like Mario Kart, sort of behind the vehicle view. Yeah. This isn't like that. This is So your lefts and rights 
can get a little confused. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but once you get the hang of it, uh, and and the more you upgrade your car, actually, I felt like upgrading your car was vital in this because your oh, car yeah. did actually improve as you did so. So that's before we get more in depth into how it works. That's a good overview, but we should probably mention who made the game. Yeah, go ahead. Um, and this is actually kind of neat, and most people probably know it, but so it's published by Interplay and Namco, um, or Namcot. Which <laughs> I looked this up, and again, we played the Super Famicom version. It said Namcot. There was a T on the end of Namco, and I really couldn't find a good answer. Some people said that it's just a name that Namco used for certain games. Um, I couldn't really find any connection of why. If anyone knows, comment on our Facebook or Instagram and let us know. Because um, yeah, if you're trying to like have a surname or you know Mark Twain, that wasn't his real name. Right. They didn't want people to know his real name. Right, this is not a good surname. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible one. Just add a little yeah. letter to your name. But it was actually developed by Silicon and Synapse, which became a little company known it? as... Sorry, no, go ahead. Go ahead, no, no. A little company known as being interrupted by Johnny. But, no, Blizzard. <laughs> uh, what I was going to say, it, which, of course, Blizzard's a well-known company yeah, now. World of Warcraft, Warcraft, yeah. a huge company. But what I was going to say <laughs> is, like, changing your name from Nemco to Nemcot is the same as me saying, Trevor, you're on the run from this criminal, so you you need to be, <laughs> uh, what do they call that, where they're trying to protect people? Protective custody. Yeah, we need to put service. You, yeah. So we're going to change your identity here. We put a T on the end of Franklin. <laughs> Trevor Franklin. Or Trevor. <laughs> They'll never find you. Or Trevor. And I'll put on a sticky mustache. Yeah. <laughs> even I already have one. <laughs> but yeah. But you know what I was thinking about it? The whole Blizzard thing. It kind of makes sense because some of these characters. Right. The, the look of the. I mean, it's obviously, you know, the Warcraft stuff looks a lot better now than, than this game because this game is much older. But yeah. I, I could sense the style in it. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, definitely. And. I love, I've avoided, you know, I'm an old uh, curmudgeon or whatever the word is. So I've avoided the whole World of Warcraft thing. But I loved just Warcraft on the PC. Yeah. I don't know if you ever played that, but it's back from the 90s. I loved that game. And the characters in this, you could tell it was made by Blizzard. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I've never actually played World of Warcraft. I obviously know what it is. A lot of my friends have played it. Uh, one of my uh, closest friends even bought it for me once because he wanted me to play it. Then I never played it still. Right. Yeah, I just... I didn't want to get roped into that. But yeah, you can tell this is made by Blizzard and they did a, well, we won't get into that, but I was going to give my opinion. That would have ruined the episode. Yeah, it would have ruined it. they got to wait until the end for So that. what's, all right, the gameplay is RC Pro and Mario Kart yeah. style. But what's like the big deal with this game, you think, besides that? Like I was telling you, I felt like this was RC Pro Am on steroids of some sort. It's like you take RC Pro Am, everything was great about it. Mm-hmm. You add uh, more muscle to it. Does that make sense? Yeah, more attitude for sure. There's more attitude. I was trying muscle. to set you up though. Oh, I'm like, what's the big deal about this game? But it's in the title. Yeah, you gotta give me a second. Rock. Oh, there's rocks in it. That's it, right? Try again. What, what's the title of this game? Rock and Roll Racing. Oh, okay. I got. Sorry. Yeah. All right, set me up again. Okay. So, what's like the big deal with this game that made it really unique? There's rolls in it. That that I got it right. I will kick you off this podcast, but this is your microphone. <laughs> and I don't really... I hold the power. I don't really want to buy a microphone. There's rock and roll in it. I'd rather buy $50 video games than a $50 microphone. <laughs> There's rock yeah. and roll in this. Yes, the music. Yeah. It's like a big deal. I, I don't know of any other game from that time that had awesome rock and roll music that really sounded like the the tunes. I mean, you know, Bad yeah. to the Bone. And yeah, Bad to the Bones. That's definitely Bad to the Bone. The Peter Gunn theme. Yeah, they're definitely there. They're just done in 16-bit. 
and they sound great. Yeah, sounds um, it sounds awesome to me. The sound is really something, and the announcer sounds so clear. Yeah, he really reminded me of the NBA Jam announcer. As every time I got, you know, like he would say, uh, uh, "What was that one thing when you were behind?" He'd say something. Oh, uh, somebody's oh, I can't remember losing his mind or something. Yes, that's but he's really right. over the top. Like he looks lost out there. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And you're supposed to avoid the mines. He's heating up. See what I mean? It's the same guy. It's pretty similar. It is the yeah. same guy. Isn't it? I don't know if it is or it not, but it sounds like it to me. Yeah, so he does get repetitive, but he sounds really impressive for him. Yeah. And that might be some of the things the Super Nintendo version does better um, from the reviews I was reading. Uh, but yeah, I the will music say, is so impressive. No, like I said, it's been a, many, many years since I played the Genesis version, but I do remember that guy being in there. It may yeah. sound better on that, but I do remember him on there. So well, it was good enough not. for me to. I well, don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a Genesis, a Genesis fanboy at heart. I'm trying to protect it. I kind of am too, but I never played the... Well, I did play the Genesis version, but yeah. we already had this discussion. Yeah, we were. Okay, so so the music is great. Uh, the oh, yeah. gameplay is great. What about the, the looks and the graphics of the game? See, yeah, the... I think it's... I was pretty impressed, you know, playing it again. We're reviewing this game brand new, like we just played it for the first time in 2016. Yeah. And I was impressed by the graphics already. But when we played the versus mode, where you start with everything fully leveled up, right? Our vehicles were twice as fast. You had yeah. seven nitro boosts from yeah. the start. It was pretty I much was, as many weapons as you could. Ever I was want. super impressed then because it moved very quickly. Yeah, and still looked good. Yeah, um, I think it's a very nice looking game. I will say that some of the tracks, like the whole wasteland, alien planet type thing. Yeah, I prefer like your Mario Kart. You know, tropical islands. Well, well let's like that, ta- let's talk know? about the the setup of it real quick then. Okay. Like I said, it's in outer space, so the gist of it is: how many planets do you think there are? There's oh, uh, you had okay, you had the, the bonus one. one. It was five at least. Yeah, Inferno's the bonus one. Uh, you had like an ice planet. You had like a uh, the Mo- New Mojave, which New was a Mojave, desert. yeah, like a desert-like planet. You had and a couple other ones. Which sound was cool because it was like an island type yeah. thing, and they all did look really different. Yeah, they did. Uh, the, the, I thought the looks of the game were great. It really stood out. They were bright yeah. and dark at the same time, if it makes any sense. They were dark, but it didn't really get in the way of gameplay, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of my main complaints, and I don't remember when I was younger, this never stood out to me, uh, but playing it now, I realized that the actual different layouts of track it seems very small. Like, there's not that many different. They, yeah, they that all was look different. Uh, each uh, planet has different things that can be on the track. Like, the ice planet has. Uh, snow piles on it. Right. And those will slow you down. And some tracks will have like water puddles and some will have oil, oil spills right. and that kind of thing. But you're saying the actual layout of the track, they repeat a lot. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what it seemed like to me. It did. And I, yeah, we didn't really look into see how many different layouts there are, but there were definitely some tracks where the actual, we're saying like the actual design of the track, the yeah. map, if you will, is the same for certain tracks. Yeah. But I will say they're still fun though. Oh Yeah. And there's jumps and stuff in them. Like, you could jump, literally literally jump off the track. We did and it many times. Once we got the faster vehicles, we did it constantly. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, talking about the graphics, like I said, the backgrounds, I love, like, the alien thing. But some of them were kind of, you know, ugly, I guess, just intentionally. Because, like, yeah. it's supposed to be a wasteland. Yeah. But the vehicles were really impressive. Like, especially the hovercraft. Yeah. Because if you looked, you know, a hovercraft has, like, an inflatable bottom. And it would ripple. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> I set you up for that one. <laughs> Anyways, the inflatable bottom would ripple. Uh, no I jokes. get that all the time. Um, and then the fans, the turbines on the back. Uh, I got a bunch of those. Yeah. 
bunch of fans. I can't even talk to you right now. I'm sorry. Keep going. I'll but show I, I thought that was impressive. It is impressive because as you're driving, the actual fan, you can see the fans right. turning, the big turbine. And, and you combine that with the fast speed and the good looking backgrounds. It's, it's a good looking game. I didn't notice very much slowdown. I didn't notice. I didn't notice any. I'm not saying there's not any. And that's split screen. And that's split screen, right? Yeah. So it's very impressive. I mean, there's only four vehicles on the track, but there's missiles flying everywhere. There's mines everywhere. Yeah. yeah. There's especially with menu playing. Yeah. There's so it's it's, it's an impressive looking game. Um, I, I guess we should probably talk a little bit more about the the gameplay. I mean, we mentioned that it takes a little bit to get used to it because when you're coming around a turn. Sometimes you have to think for a second, okay, do I need to press left or right? Because it's not, you know, it's not immediately obvious. But you get used to it pretty quick. And once you get used to it, it's not that much of a problem. No, it's not. It's very similar to RC Prime. I remember RC Prime not having as much trouble. It might just be that the track designs weren't as... Maybe you didn't move as fast, I'm not sure. I think RC Prime also had less things happening. That's for sure. Because there was less stuff on the track yet to dodge. Like on this one, the cars could... Each car had a forward and a backward attack, I guess yeah. is the best way to put it. And so they would get to the point in a race where there would be all kinds of thumbtacks or whatever things were, or, right. or uh, landmines laying everywhere. So basically, depending on your vehicle, you know, the weakest one had thumbtacks you lay behind you. Yeah. Then you had mines and these really spiky ball things yeah. that the hovercrafts had. But those were cool. Did you notice what they would do? When you would leave them, they would actually spread out like they spread out. Oh, like that's what was happening. Yeah. And then... um. It's like lasers on the weaker vehicles, and you get missiles later on. Then you get homing missiles. Yeah. Um, and you get like these uh, energy balls, I guess. But they actually would... They right, would, the hovercraft, instead yeah. of missiles, it's got these energy balls that home around people. Yeah, but they'll hit you, though. They're pretty cool. Yeah. And then, probably the most annoying thing to me to begin with is the starting vehicles, instead of a turbo, you just jump. Right. And if you use it at the right time, it can be helpful, but it mostly killed me because I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I never jumped, and I won most of those races. Right. I was killing myself by trying to upgrade my missiles and my jumps and, all I and did just was kill a, myself. And that's the other thing we need to talk about. You can upgrade. In, right. in the main mode, if you're not doing versus mode, versus mode, everything's all maxed out. In the main right. mode, it you pretty much have to – it's almost like an RPG in a way. Right. As in you can level – Like RC Pro M. Yeah, you can, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You level things up. You can right. level your motor up, level your armor uh, the weapons and your the tires. T- and your tires. Yeah, and, and all your weapons, your jumper turbo, your your rear weapon and your front weapon. You can level it all up and it makes a difference. It's not just for show. Um oh, but, yeah, for sure. like the minute I upgraded my uh, my motor on that one, I, I couldn't be caught. I was gone. Right. And that I mean we're not getting into the review quite yet, but that was until we discovered the versus mode, which I forgot about, which puts you on totally equal field. You're both totally maxed out. Yeah. In the Championship mode or whatever you call it, playing two player. Johnny definitely was better at it, but he kept getting better and better, and I kept getting worse and worse because he was getting faster. He was getting his armor upgrade, so I was getting more money and so I the, could upgrade more right, stuff. The more he upgrades his armor, the weaker my missiles become effectively. Yeah, and so it became harder and harder for me because he's the one making the money. Yeah, the one out of the gate quickest during that mode is definitely has a huge advantage. Right, but I mean I'm just whining because he was driving better, but. I guess it's what you call a runaway leader. Um, I'm a board gamer, and that's a term in board gaming, runaway leader. So the better he did, the more he won. Yeah, that, yeah. That's obvious, but you know what I mean. <laughs> until, you, until you had enough to uh, change planets, and then like the AI would get harder right. and harder. But it was, it was still a blast in that mode. And then the versus mode, I loved, because I had seven missiles every lap, because it resets every lap. I probably like the versus mode. Okay, here's how I'm going to, to put this. If I was playing by myself... I would like that 
the main mode the most. True. Because you're playing through it and you're upgrading it and it rewards you right. for playing Like well. it's almost a miniature RPG system. Yeah. Uh, but if like if you were over, I would definitely want to do the versus mode because right. it's just it's just like it's a blast. Just you know, to the wall fun. Right. Because you have all your stuff and all everybody else has all their stuff. You have all the tracks and you can just go crazy. Right. And I yeah. and I didn't even win near as much on those. Yeah, I've won some of the versus mode, and I think it's I hate to say it, but I think having all these weapons and all these turbo boosts takes a little bit of the skill out of it because I would just use my turbo boost constantly. Then by the time yeah. you get around to the next lap, you got seven more. Yeah. So, but I mean, come back to bite you too. I flew off the track constantly. <laughs> um, yeah. Trevor had a difficulty with the jumps. Yeah. I definitely struggled with that. And I never, I can't honestly say I ever got to where I could take the turns without rubbing the wall. Like yeah. I got to where I didn't totally. Which is a problem in any race. Right. Rubbing the wall is terrible. That's true. It doesn't it doesn't make you go faster. That's the funny thing no. about rubbing the walls. You would think you would just go twice as fast. You would think so, but no, it actually slows you down. And one thing yeah. I thought was really weird in these track designs is every so often, and it seemed really rare, there was a little boost thing, like an arrow. Yeah, it's a red But they were arrow. always but they seemed really rare and we only ever saw it on two different tracks. Yeah, only on two tracks that I we noticed. we played this game a lot. We played it for yeah. at least an hour, yeah, I think. Today, yeah. But yeah, there's these red arrows that occasionally appear. They make you go super fast, but I literally never hit one. I hit it one time. One time. Yeah. And each in each race is three or four laps. Is it four laps? I'm thinking four. I think it might be. It was a little confusing because I kept seeing it said two laps. And I don't know if that's two laps to go or you finish two laps. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Anyways. know. I didn't pay enough attention yeah. to that part. But the map, we should mention that. Yeah. Probably, if you've ever played rally games like um, on the Xbox, there's Rally Sport Challenge and Colin McRae and all those. You know the map can be really important. Dirt. Dirt. Yeah. yeah. Those are the classics for me. I love those games. This game, the map is very important. You need to see what's coming up next. Yeah. The turns are, yeah, because the turns are brutal. Yeah, if you follow the map, if you focus more on driving, and then if you're playing the mode where you're trying to level yourself up, if you focus more on driving than on trying to blow the other people up, yeah. you actually do a lot better. Yeah. That because was you were focusing on trying to blow people up, but I was focused yeah. on just trying to finish. I just wanted to blow you up and because I was kind of getting frustrated that you kept winning. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's rare. It's honestly rare that I'm very good at a game, but I feel I'm really good at this one. And I'm, it's pretty rare I'm good at a game too, but I'll say racing games, racing games are absolutely one of my favorite genres. Yeah, they're really fun. Did gen, I say that? Gen, so gen race. Gen race? Yes, gen okay. race. Um, but yeah, I can't say I'm good at this one, but I still highly enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. Is there anything else about this game we need to talk about before we get into the um, actual review? Let's see. The scores. Well, yeah. I mean, it's upgradable. There's lots of replay value. There's a lot of tracks, even though the design does repeat some. Um, a lot of content for a 16-bit racing game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so you're about to give your scores, what it sounds like. Yeah, I can't think of anything else that we okay. have to talk about. So how many? Rock guitars? Uh, no. How many bad to the bones would you give this? How many bad to the bones? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Wait, wait. How bad to the bone is this game? <laughs> it's pretty bad to the bone. <laughs> but bye. All right, we're going to get charged for that. No, I think you got to do so many seconds. Bad to the... Okay. Um, Don't add to it. Okay. Uh, it's your microphone. I'll be fine. <laughs> um, This is tough because I was going to say like it's, it's definitely behind... I was going to say it's behind Mario Kart. For sure, as far as the 16-bit Mario Kart. And I was also going to say it was behind RC Pro-Am 2. But then we rediscovered the Versus mode with maxed out everything. <laughs> and man, that's fun. It is a game changer. It really uh, is. Multiplayer-wise. 
So I'm going to say, you know, playing it today, I think if I could only have, and I hate to compare it because it's not even totally similar to Mario Kart, but if I, if I could only have Mario Kart or this, I would still take Mario Kart, but man, this is a fun game, and it feels different enough that you don't really need to compare them. Um, excellent graphics, fantastic music, obviously. Um, great multiplayer. I'm going to have to go... I'm going to have to go eight bones stacked on top of each other with a rocking skeleton jamming out <laughs> and singing Bad to the Bone. <laughs> that's that's pretty high. Yeah. That's I'm really giving, high. Yeah. All right, now, everything you said I'm going to agree with. Uh, this is one of my favorite, all-time favorite racing games just from growing up. It has a lot of nostalgia for me. Right. So I'm trying to be reasonable and stuff that down and not think about that. Just actually yeah. judging the game on its own. Uh, Which stands up to that. So, for me, man, this is tough. I do think Mario Kart's a better racing game. Like, I can't argue with you there. Yeah. And I do think graphics-wise, Mario Kart is actually even better, too. It's, yeah, it was a super impressive-looking game. But this little game on its own, I don't even think many people know about this game. And it's a real shame to me. I don't know. I mean, it's, I guess it's kind of a cult classic, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember ever growing up. I never heard about this game. I randomly found it in that store. That's the yeah. only reason I was able to rent it because I randomly saw it. And it might be because you had it that I thought it was popular. Yeah. But yeah. So uh, and I never ever saw it in a store either because I'd always look for it because I don't want to buy it. That explains why it's so expensive now. Yeah. So I'm going to give this. Would you give it eight? I'm going to give it eight. I'm going to give it yeah. eight as well. It's an excellent. I want to go higher. If I <laughs> if I let my uh, 12-year-old self scored this game in probably a 9 or a 10 easily. Well, I mean, let's yeah, let's be realistic. Nostalgia can play a part. Yeah. And I'm totally fine with that. But yeah, I mean, it's... Because I really... I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to bump mine up to 8.5. Oh. I, I just love this game so much. It just has a special place for me. So I'm giving it an 8.5. I, I think it deserves it. It's excellent. Um, Yeah. If, if you were so much better than me in the championship mode, I might have been at 8.5 too. Well, you also, <laughs> we also got to say that the championship mode... Is really cool because you make choices, right? Yeah, on what you want to upgrade. And, and when I told you you needed to just buy the new car, I wanted to try the other route and just yeah. yeah that and I think that's me. what hurt you the most because yeah. you didn't follow my lead or you were right there with me. Yeah, that's just my opinion. That's just life decisions for you. <laughs> so this game overall, we obviously really liked it because you gave Fantastic. it an eight. I gave it eight point five. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, if for whatever reason someone just has to have the Super Nintendo cartridge and doesn't want to buy the, the Famicom version like we have, the Super Famicom, do you think it's worth 50 to $60? Oh, goodness. It's hard for and me. that's the price of, you know, an Xbox One PS4 game. It's hard for me to even say an Xbox One game's worth that. I've not paid $60 for a game in ages. I mean, that's a lot of money yeah. to, to, to put down. Is the Genesis one that much, too? I doubt it is, because for some reason, SNES games have just really gone crazy in price. Yeah, we could probably look it up on our phone instead of just guessing it. So you do that right quick, and I'll... You know, I'm so good at small talk. Yeah, you really are. But yeah, um, This is Trevor Talk Small Talk. You know why he's doing that? Just Google playing Super Famicom games on Super Nintendo. Literally, you um, there's like a little tiny piece of plastic on the inside that you have to break, which I know sounds sacrilegious, but it doesn't hurt the system. It's totally just something Nintendo put in there to, to be like a cheap region lock. It doesn't hurt anything, um, and it's you know it's free to do. So... I recommend it because it makes your Super Nintendo even more awesome. And you can't even see it from the outside. Um, I think Johnny's looking up a complete in-box copy. Oh, wow. Is it 20 bucks for 
Russian version. That yeah. doesn't sound legit. That's a <laughs> if you go Russian, it's cheaper. But the, uh, the one that I recognize is this one, and it's saying seventy five bucks. That looks like a complete in box, but yeah, it's complete. That's well, complete in box. My guess is then it's a little cheaper, but apparently it's not cheap either. Go with the go with the Super Famicom version. If you have one of those uh, Super Retro Trio consoles that plays, you know, Genesis and Nintendo and Super Nintendo, your your Japanese games play on that anyways. And if you have a Super Nintendo, it's super easy to make it where it plays Japanese games. And it's hard to find too because I'm like it's having a hard time finding any of that right. if you're selling the first place. So, on, and another pro tip for you, and this is free. <laughs> super. Wait, Ma- wait, wait, wait. Let's we can't emphasize this enough. We don't charge for these Trevor pro tips. No. These are all free for you for listening. It's to like us. the Nintendo hotline. You can call for three ninety five a minute, <laughs> except it's free today only. Yeah, this is to get you in the door. After that, you know, we can't give you any more free samples. You got to start paying up. So yeah, the Super Famicom games are sort of a secret that I just—I mean, a secret to me. I know everybody else probably knows about it, but Super Metroid is like sixty, seventy plus dollars for cartridge only at this point. The Super Famicom version is totally one hundred percent identical. It's one hundred percent in English. And I think I paid fifteen to twenty dollars. So why not? I mean, just yeah, just that's a pro tip for you. So uh, you asked me if this game. I think this game honestly is worth sixty bucks, but I don't think I could pay sixty bucks. Right. If, if I was the sense? kind of person that still shelled out sixty dollars regularly, yeah. like every month for a game, I mean, I, I mean, I probably do with the number of games I buy, but not on one game. Right. But if I was that kind of person, I would say it's worth it, especially if you have a buddy to play with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so I'm. You know, it probably is worth it, but I I wouldn't recommend it. Well, that tells you what we think of the game, though, that we're even yeah. considering it being worth sixty bucks. Now, Trevor, is that all we got to cover before we go into the next thing? I think it is. Uh, are you ready for it? I think I'm ready for it. Are you ready for what everybody's been waiting for? Um, the retro list. The retro list. Yeah, yeah. Our top fives. Top five. Now, what are we doing this week on top fives? The retro list. We are doing the top five music themed games. Now, I was worried going into this because. I feel like I would have a harder time coming up with these, but I'm really confident on my list. Good, yeah. I, when I picked this, at first I felt bad. It's like there's a few that came to my mind, and I thought, well, I don't think Johnny's played any of those. But then I remembered you made me do a top five ninjas and a top five wrestlers. Yeah. So I stopped feeling bad. Yeah, you should. Good. <laughs> Actually, I reminded you of that. You were going to be kind yeah. and say maybe we shouldn't do it. I was like, no, I made you do that. I'm too nice. <laughs> you are. Get over so, it. Who's starting? Be a human. Uh, okay. I got. I guess I'll start. I think you okay. started the last one. All right. All right my number five. Mm-hmm. Now, this this isn't a game that... I don't know how to explain this. To me, this game has really good... It doesn't just have good music in it, but music is very important to it. As in, even some of the levels, as you're going through the level, you're playing a song. All right. And that is Rayman Legends. Rayman Legends. Oh. Uh, yeah, see? It's a fairly recent game. It's oh, not yeah. even that old. But there's even some uh, levels in it that are like little extra levels you're that right, as you're going yeah. through, running through it. Uh, you're playing a song as you're jumping on bad guys and stuff. I, oh, yeah. I love it. I love that game. Let me just say right now. And Raymond Origins is just as good. It's kind of similar. Right, Legends is a sequel. We're a retro game podcast, but if you have, I guess, pretty much any of the systems. I have Rayman Legends on the Wii U. Go out and buy that game right oh, now. Man, it's, it's incredible. Beautiful. And it's beautiful, too. It's every bit as good as the classic platformers that we talk oh, about and, and it's a gorgeous game amazing I, I will say that i didn't include i didn't quite stretch that far from my list but if i did that would be in my top three well i promise that's the only game that i stretched for i mean i always am very serious with my list i'm so, full muscle so right, i can next, see it what's your number five for my number five 
and I didn't think about this too long, so I'm sure I'm missing plenty. But off the top of my head, I put Elite Beat Agents. This is for the Nintendo DS, and it is such a crazy, quirky, awesome game. You're like these FBI agents. Um, it's a very Japanese game, but you're playing like FBI agents. But your whole point is to basically cheer people up by staying to the beat. Basically, you're tapping to the screen <laughs> to music. It sounds ridiculous, but you've got to play it. It's ridiculously addicting. It's called Elite Beat Agents, and I highly recommend it. I would just People would just be sad if I was doing it. I have a terrible sense of rhythm. Well, you did that opening for our podcast. I know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, number four. Ready? Yep. My number four, and I'm just putting them all in this one series instead of naming them each oh, one. Oh, man. Is Guitar Hero. Yeah. The first you know, instrument-based game that I ever played was over at your house was one of the Guitar Hero games. I don't remember which one. It might have been the second one. Yeah, we actually, my brother actually had the PlayStation 2 original. Yeah. Just Guitar Hero. So it was the first one then. Yeah. And also oh, mind-blowing. And I fell in love with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Just the fact that I was making those sounds happen, uh, you know, even though obviously it's much different playing a real guitar. Yeah. But it's the closest I could ever get since right. I was never musically uh, gifted enough to right. play a guitar. So that really stood out to me, and a lot of the songs I really liked, and that helped uh -huh. a lot. So I I got to put Guitar Hero at number four. That's weird. We didn't look at each other's list at all, but my number four, and I stretched it even further, I put all the Guitar Hero and or Rock Band games. But I do remember that first time playing Guitar Hero on the PlayStation 2, and just I was just mesmerized. I couldn't believe it. I feel like they kind of... It's too much of a good thing, eventually. They... There was too many rock band and guitar hero games. It yeah, just they definitely they definitely uh, oversaturated right. the market with them, and we became jaded. It was, but it was such an awesome idea, and it worked so well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I put rock band slash guitar hero. Well, I could put rock band in there too because honestly, out of the two, I probably like rock band a little more. With the drums and everything first, but, yeah. I think. So that's probably why I like rock band a little more. And I had, and you know, I had all those songs that I would pay oh extra goodness, for. I had, you had so many songs. So I probably put rock band with that too. That's probably yeah. a good idea. All right. Uh, so that was your number four? Yeah. So we're on number three. Number yeah. three for me is a little game. Now, I told you I'm not stretching for these. These are music-based games, like I told uh -huh, you. Uh -huh. I stuck to what you told me. The only one I stretched for was Raymond, and I thought you'd be okay with that because you love that game. Oh, it's an amazing game. So I'm going with, of course, Rock and Roll Racing. <laughs> well, that makes sense. We literally just played it. We just talked about it. And honestly, even though you're not playing music or anything like that, it's such a, it's a part of the identity of the game oh. to me. Well, that's actually what I had in mind when I made this list, is music-themed games. It doesn't have to be a music game. Yeah. And this is really weird, but my number three is Rock and Roll Racing. <laughs> this is we really were, weird. We really looking at each other's list. We, we matched up on four and three. That's really crazy. Yeah. I promise we're not going to match up on the other two. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rock and Roll Racing is a music-themed game, and it's awesome. All right. So I guess we'll go ahead and move to number two then. All right, number two for me, and I separated this for a reason, and I think you'll agree with me. It's a rock band game, but it's the Beatles. Oh, yeah. It is its own kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, it's its own kind of thing. You couldn't play the Beatles songs in any other rock band games or any of the Guitar Hero games. And I, I've always loved the Beatles ever since I've heard Eleanor Rigby. Yeah. And I've been a humongous Beatles fan from there on. And this just goes through their entire you know, career. Yeah. From their early stuff to, you know, I want to hold your hand to their, like, the more trippy stuff. Right. And I absolutely love it. And the game itself is crazy beautiful. It's like you're watching a whole uh, the Yellow Submarine, you know, like the movie. Right. <laughs> it really gives that feel to the whole thing. Very good presentation, yeah. Yeah, I, and I love the game, so that's my number two. It really does deserve its own spot. Um, for my number two, I put The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Um, oh, you know what's sad is I didn't even think of that game. That's a great, that's a great example. For and me. it's... 
it's a stretch on music thing game, but yeah, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, the whole point, the way you wake the wind, which is the name of the game, is you know by playing your, I can't remember the name for it. It's a baton, basically. You know, you're conducting a symphony, sort of, is the idea, and uh, it's a huge part of the game. That's how you travel. You know, it's it's and it's a it's an amazingly beautiful game. Oh yeah, I was gonna say we didn't talk about how great that game. That's the first Zelda game, and this is blasphemy to you. This is the first Zelda game that made me want to play a Zelda game. It's 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 crazy because I and I don't want to. This is not the Zelda episode, but I remember <laughs> when this was first announced, everyone who's a Zelda fan was on the edge of their seat to see what the realistic Zelda looked like, and then they showed this, and everybody's like, "What is this? It looks like a cartoon." But now today, it's a game that holds up like no other game, pretty much. Yeah, I have it on my Wii U. It just it still looks amazing. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number two. That's a great choice. All right, now Trevor. Like I told you before, my number one game. Uh-huh. This is at all not a stretch. This is the pure definition of a a, uh, a music themed game. I mean, when you think of this game, you think of the music for sure. That's the uh-huh. first thing that pops in your head. Uncanny X Men. No, oh. even better. Oh, okay. even better. I know it's hard to imagine something better than Uncanny X Men, but it's happened. Okay. And that game that beat it, of course, is NASCAR '98. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm driving down the road. No, you can't say it oh, all. Okay. But yeah, so just purely for that part there. Oh, my goodness. We've had so many memories of being in your brother's room playing NASCAR 98, and that song comes up, all the things, that Molly Hatchet song comes oh, up constantly. I hate the whole song so much, but I can't hate it anymore because I, of that. <laughs> it holds a special place in my soul, even though the song itself, if I just heard it on the radio before that game, I wouldn't listen to it for a second. But I, now if I hear it on the radio, just... From that game, I listened oh, yeah. to it. <laughs> and it's not because the song is good. It just reminds me of playing that game. It started up every time you started the game. Yeah. And we love that game. So that's my number one. Well, I thought you might go a little off the rails with this one. So I stayed on the rails. I stayed on the track. The racetrack circles. <sighs> number right. one, I could be accused of being a fanboy, but I couldn't put anything else. And it's in the title. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. The Ocarina, which is a real musical instrument. It's not... It's, I think it was from... I'm going to say India, and that's probably totally wrong. But uh, it's the the whole gist behind the game is this ocarina. You're learning new songs to do all kinds of things, warp through time, warp to different locations. Um, I don't need to explain anything. It's one of the greatest games of all time, and it's a music thing, to my opinion. All right, these were a good list this time. I feel we did a great job. I think job. so. I feel weird being serious about it. Though, I know. But luckily, to break up the seriousness, we, of course, have the, the privilege of finally... Finally getting a sponsor, Trevor. Sponsor? Yeah, somebody sponsored us. And by that I mean, the, you know, we're just going to put a commercial right here. Commercial. We should probably stop announcing the commercial. It kind of ruins no. the flow of the episode. I don't think so. I think we need to build the commercial up so that way when they hear the commercial, that we obviously don't know what the commercial is yet. They're going to be like blown away by how great this commercial was. It worked last time. Yeah. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. I bought all those products in that last yeah. commercial. On a, on a scale of 1 to 100, what would you give this commercial? And if you don't say 3,000, you're wrong. Well, considering I've not heard it and don't even know what it's going to be. It's 5,000 then. Uh, 5,000. That's perfect. Okay. So now, of course, please pay attention to our sponsor. I was at this house, right? In this scary house. Oh, there's like a ghost and all kinds of scary stuff happened. It was haunted. So haunted. Like tons of people. Just get this, buddy. Tons of people like died there and such. Wait, come on now. You're talking about Amityville? 
What? What? What's Amityville? You know the Amityville story, the house about that big kid that shot his family up. They tried to say it was all demented demons and, and crap like that. What? What? Whoa, whoa. Dad just heard this show about it, all about it. You ain't heard about that podcast called History Creeps? No, what's a History Creep? History Creeps is a podcast about all them crazy weird things that be going down in history. Two guys be doing it pretty good. You just copying that story. I ain't heard that before. I don't know what you're talking about, but I do know i got to go see you listen to this podcast that you're talking about. Check it out, History Creeps. I get it on my iTunes all the time. But I only have a stitcher. Is that okay? I guess. I don't know about your stitches. I don't know what you be cutting up, but just listen to that History Creeps. You'll enjoy it. Trust me. Okay, I'm getting on it just right now. <laughs> all right. Hey, put some more wood in that fire. Oh, here we go. Welcome back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that great commercial or whatever great product that was. You need to get it now. Yes. Do not hesitate. What are you What are you sitting there for? Order it now. Call that number that came up on your podcast instrument <laughs> and order this product now. It will change your life. Oh, man. I've got 10 on order now. My wife's going to leave me. Yeah. It's worth it, though. I mean, it's... don't get me wrong. Your wife is awesome. She's great. But, Trevor, if you could have your wife. <laughs> or, or 10 of those things. Or 10 of those things. Oh, yeah. I mean. I mean even she's going to look at that and be like, you know what? I get it. She would call me stupid if I didn't choose it. <laughs> so. Now, I think it's time for everybody's favorite part of of this show. And yeah, before, since I kind of forgot earlier. Oh, no. I want to dedicate this particular, uh, well, we better not say the name yet. This particular segment. Okay, yeah. To, uh, since we're on a rock and roll themed episode, I found a new, well, one of my buddies on um, on the Facebook world. He's actually one of the hosts or the co-host of the Genesis Gems podcast, and he released an album this year. Uh, you can find it on Bandcamp and on YouTube and lots of other places. It's Dia D Y A, and it's totally retro and totally cool. When I listen to it, I think about Donkey Kong Country and Sonic and all the awesome retro soundtracks. So it's spelled D Y A, and just check them out. And we're going to say they're the unofficial sponsor of this particular segment. And this particular segment, of course, is the Bliss Quiz. You go first. Well, well, well. Hit me with this question. I'm actually going to try to trip you up with this one. Oh, good luck with that. We all know how good I am at these. So this is going to be a select all that apply. Okay. I'm in school now, and that's the worst kind of question you can get. I hate those. So which of these songs are in rock and roll racing? Select all that apply. Okay. So just tell me yes or no as uh, as I list them off. All right, got you. So Born to be Wild. Yes. Bad to the Bone. Yes, for sure. That one I'm 100% on. Highway Star. I don't remember what that song is, so yes. Paranoid. No. Stairway to Heaven. I don't remember that one at all, and I know that song, so no. Peter Gunn thing. Yes. Well, you almost got it, but Paranoid is one of the songs. Oh, is it? Okay. I can't remember which one it is, but I'm sure I'd recognize it as soon as it starts. Yeah. I look it up, but I'm afraid to. Yeah. See what I Oh, that is. <laughs> Edit that out, Chris. That was a terrible joke. No, Chris, 
Chris, Chris, can I talk to you for a second? Trevor, don't listen to this part. Okay. Don't edit that out. If you could actually add a little laugh track to that, that'd be perfect. Thank you. <clears throat> All right, Trevor, ready? All right, I'm ready. All right, my number one question. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm going to list three things, and you tell me which one of those three is true. Okay. So, in other words, the other two are false. I'm doing the math for you. Oh, that there's, makes sense. If there's three things and only one is true, then, then two of those things are not true. That adds up. Okay, okay are you ready? Mm-hmm. No, I subtracted it. Okay, okay. That subtracts down. That, okay. Ready? Yes. Rock and roll. Uh-huh. And racing do not actually mix. That's your first one. Huh. Number two, there was actually a sequel to Rock and Roll Racing. Okay. Number three, if you roll while you're racing, it's very difficult to rock. This is a tricky question, I tell you. I know you're not going to get this at all. Man, but uh, unfortunately for you... I did happen to see that there is a sequel. Oh, dang it. <laughs> that actually made me really happy. I never played that. It made me happy, too. I didn't know there was one. For the PlayStation is what I saw. Apparently, the reason we probably didn't know it was a sequel, it was called Red Asphalt. Yeah. In North America. So, I think I've seen that game, and I had no idea that it was a sequel to Rock and Roll Racing. I really want to look into this. We need to. It, but I don't have anything to play it. Do you have anything to play it? I have it? a PlayStation 2. All right. Okay. That's our next, that's our next yeah. go. All right, Trevor, what's your number two question? My number two question. <laughs> this is going to floor you. Okay. Well, I'm in a chair now, so this could hurt. Okay. But I went to eBay. Oh, no. Oh, you never do this. This must You must have been hard up on questions. I was. So, how much do you think someone's trying to get for a 30-year-old record collection? Okay. There's no indication of how many records it is, except it says hundreds. So, I don't know <laughs> so if they don't, So, they don't give an actual number. It could be 200. It could be 1,000. Who knows? It could be 101. Real, it could literally. be. Okay. <laughs> but it's 70% off. In the description, or in the title, it said it's 70% off Okay, for a 30-year-old record collection. I don't know how he come up with the 70% off. Now, when you say records, are you talking like the old school records? records? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, vinyl records, some of them rock and roll, probably. (laughs) What do you think's asking price? That's already 70% off. Okay. So, the price that you looked at is added 70% off price. And let me give you a hint. I was going to say shipping is free, but actually I think you have to pick it up locally. So you actually need to add gas into that. <laughs> you got to pick it up. <laughs> this guy just, he gives you, so not only do you want, he wants you to pay him, he gives you an errand. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Um, man. Hundreds. Hundreds of records, 70% off. Gosh. 30 years old. Whenever you do these, I know these people are being stupid and outlandish, but if they want more than 150 bucks, they're crazy. $150. Yeah. <laughs> $195,000. Goodness gracious. And if that's 70% off, we Goodness. can do the math. We're talking over 500 grand normally. Goodness. Yeah. That is insane. Yep. I'm going to go buy them now. Where was he at? Florida. And you have to drive there. Oh, that's only like, what, 10 So you need hours? to add a couple hundred more dollars for gas. Yeah. yeah. Well worth it. That's oh, an yeah. investment that we can both be happy about. Yeah. All right, Trevor, ready for your second one? Yep. All right, this is a really hard and tough question. Okay. Who, and you, this, you get three choices, and now there's three. Mm-hmm. Only one is correct. The other two, of course, are not correct. The math adds up. Adds up. Who in real life is the best driver? Your choices are A, Johnny. Mm-hmm. B, Trevor. Okay, solid choice. C, Jeff Gordon. Um... I'm going to say that there's only one of those 
who can jump into the dark, deep abyss like eight times in one lap while in a hoverboat. And that would be me, Trevor. <laughs> so I'm the best driver. Uh, well, the answer, of course, was, was, was your mom. Oh, and I'm not saying that to put your. I'm not saying that your mom. Jumped, My mom's a good driver, but your mom really is a good driver. <laughs> I was thinking about that because that was a trick question. It was. I didn't even put her as a choice. Yeah. But all I remember is her getting annoyed with me and you because whenever we were riding with her, we'd always act like a car was coming to hit us. Oh man, I still do that joke with my wife, and she hates it. Like, <laughs> hey, honey, is it? <laughs> hey, honey, <laughs> it's terrible. If you don't know us, you're gonna we're gonna it's, cause a wreck. It's, in real a, life. it's crime wolf. We're gonna deserve it when it happens. <laughs> but like, literally, when we're pulling out, I'll be like. Honey, is it a... I, need, I say like too much. Honey, is it clear your way? She's like, yeah. Then I pull out and I'm like, oh, ah! <laughs> I remember we'd always get to your mom. Anytime she'd pull out, we'd, we'd, we'd do that. Yeah. And uh, it's a terrible thing. Don't it do it. Because only thing. me and you found it funny. Yeah. Uh, like, like the show. <laughs> That's so, all I need. Number three. Your final question. I'm proud of this one. I'm going to trick you again, I think. All right, you try. Which of these is a real band name? Okay. One of these is an actual band name. The other two I've made up. So, is it Tone Deaf Tidal Wave, Rainbow Butt Monkeys, <laughs> or Zombies Ate My Keyboard? Okay, I feel like the Zombies Ate My Keyboard is the real one. The other two sound like great jokes from you. Is that your final answer? Yes. So, not real is Zombies Ate My Keyboard. Oh, man. I, that's a great band name. I've really been wanting to play Zombies Ate My Neighbors lately, so... Which that's, is a, which is a, that's yeah, a great band name, though. It really is. Tone Deaf Tidal Wave, also made up, which means Rainbow Butt Monkeys is the real name. Oh, man, that sounds like something you would just make up. I know, that's why I picked it. <laughs> that's really good. All right, yep. you did trick me up. All yes, right, ready for yes. yours? Now, I'm about to ask you an open-ended question. Okay. So, technically, that would mean that whatever you say is right, but I'm still going to judge you on whatever you say. Right, that's like life. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to give you a scenario. Okay. You, know, you kind of did this to me last time. I did. So you're very original, okay? Yeah. So today is a day of band practice. You and uh-huh. me and your brother and uh, our friend Adam are in a band, uh-huh. a rock band. But of course, to be a good band, we need to practice. Right. And it's the day of practice. You come over. Uh-huh. And we're all, you know, standing at our instruments and you're about to grab the microphone, but we're all just staring at you. Okay. So you know something's up. Uh-huh. So, before we even play a, 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 a note, you look at me and go, hey, what's wrong? And I say, Trevor, we've all talked about this, and you're out of the band. <gasps> How do you react? I react by picking up the microphone stand, <laughs> walk, walking over to you. Okay, good so far. Raising... The microphone stand above my head. So that, so we can hug. Yeah. Raising it above my head. All right, it's going to be a great hug. Bro hug. And then I impel myself with it. Try <laughs> so you feel guilty the rest of your life. But of course it's kind of blunt, so I just go to the hospital and just feel really stupid. And then while you're there, I'm going to call you back and be like, it was April Fool's Day. But I destroyed my vocal cord with the microphone stand. <laughs> yeah, the story so, we're making is great. It probably improved my voice, though. It sounds better. So. What if I sounded like, I don't know, Aerosmith <laughs> or something when I was done? Yeah, what if impelling yourself on a microphone stand? <laughs> improved my voice. <laughs> it's like, remember that, uh, what was it, movie, Rookie of the Year? That baseball movie, The Kid? He falls on a baseball, and all of a sudden his arms 
makes him where he can throw like 90 mile per hour. That sounds really dumb. It's one of my favorite baseball movies. <laughs> it is really dumb, but I love it. <laughs> well, I liked Angels in the Outfield, so I can't make oh, it. Oh, I love that one too. All right, anyway. <laughs> so this has been this episode of Retro Blessed. Trevor, anything else we need to take care of? I don't think so. If you feel like it, go on iTunes and give us a review. Not the review we deserve, but the review we want. <laughs> which is five stars. Yeah. You could get on there. As long as you give us five stars, you could tell me that I'm the worst person in the planet. I don't care. And you might be correct. And I won't even like argue with you on this no. on that point. You could tell me that I'm not funny, which has happened on a review before. <laughs> for a different podcast. <laughs> As long as you give me four to five stars, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. We'll give no context for that. We'll just let... No. No. Yeah. You can look it up. Yeah. So, uh, with that, I think it's time to bid uh, adieu. Is that you how do. they say it? Um, you bid, do what? No. Bid I do. Bid I do? Bid I do. Bid I do. It's, I think oh, it's, it's French. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That means uh, say goodbye. Let's say goodbye. Farewell. Should we sing out our audience? I think we should. What should we sing? Let's just say, hey, bye, audience. Retroblist. Retroblist. Does yeah. everything that you missed. Here, we'll play them out. Ready? I'll do the guitar. You okay. <laughs> Why are you still listening to this podcast? Okay, Chris, turn it off.